Hello, I'm Matt. The Monster Matt, and I am Joe. The Monster Joe. And welcome to... Matt, Matt Joe, Joe, Matt Joe, man. Matt Joe, man. Horror Halloween <laughs> special. <laughs> Two chums on a journey of musical horror discovery. And sharing their favourite spooky albums with one another. And listening to scary albums for the first time together. First time together. This is a Halloween special, if you didn't guess. I don't know what's going to be that different, really. Well, uh, you just keep saying Halloween loads. Just imagine pumpkins all the way through. Yeah. Like, imagine smashing them pumpkins. Oh, yes. Well, that's... Yeah, that's very horrific. That's kind of Halloween. Yeah. And, hey, stupid, what have you been up to this week? (laughs) Not much, really. Not much to report. What have you been up to, Joe? You did a good good radio laugh, then. (laughs) Yes, and coming up. Um, Well, I might be getting a puppy. Okay, cool. Uh, Tell me all about this. It's just what I want to do, but... um, that's it. Really. Are you getting it as There's a house? Wasn't. Are you buying it as a house? Are you getting it with your partner? Are you just doing solo? I think it's a house. Oh no, well it's just it'll be me, but with some fucking you know, heavy hitting babysitters, dog sitters. I'm I'm paying the pet insurance. I'm the I'm the one that's got the dog for life, not just for Christmas sticker. In my mind. But yeah, just yeah. This is this is why I didn't get one before because I thought, well, what if I just want to go to New York for three weeks? I don't want the bloody dog with me. Yeah. But you know, my one trip of a lifetime. You know. Well, someone probably, could look after. Yeah, probably get it covered. Ruffy yeah, exactly. Ruffy right. cans. What are you gonna call them? Oh, you can't. I don't know. Yeah, they might already have a name because I might go to. I oh, might get a rescue. That is. Well, I did put a thing on Facebook today, like, does anyone have any pregnant bitches? Because <laughs> I'd like to do the be, do the proper thing and be like a good surrogate parent and get to know the mother that I then never see again. That's what people do with humans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> that is commendable. It's really good. Either that or, like, rescue thing. I think a lot, most puppies are for sale these days, which wasn't... I don't, apparently there's not as many... Um, like accidental litters, like there was. Right. Well, which is t- why I think they brought in that sticker. That was a car sticker in the 90s, wasn't it? Dog is for life, not just for Christmas. Probably because everyone keeps getting dogs, like, oh, I don't know what to do with them. Oh, yeah, you're not getting it for Christmas, are you? Well, I mean, I'll spend all my Christmases with it, so. <laughs> I'm definitely down with the life bit, which includes Christmas once a year. Is there a certain breed you'd like? <laughs> Ah, oh, not just one that doesn't stink too much. Oh, yeah. You know, some dogs are just naturally more smelly. Stinky. Yeah. Are you gonna get a mongrel? My... Mongrel probably would be ideal if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, good old mongrel. Um. Yeah. Oh well, so I'm that's really happy I'm for you. Really happy for you. Oh, great! And with that lovely thing, let's get fucking. That wasn't very horror. That was like the least <laughs> like Halloween, Halloween special. <laughs> oh, puppy. Yeah, that's the balance of life, isn't it? So, without further ado, Mr. Matthew, that's you! Ooh! <laughs> so, what did you have me review? I had you review <clears throat> Hey Stupid <clears throat> by Alice Cooper. Hey Stupid is the 12th solo album by rock singer Alice Cooper, released on July 2, 1991. July 2! My favourite film. Cool. Uh, After his smash hit 1989 album, do you know what? I don't have to... That was enough. That was enough. I didn't have to say anything. It was July 2 was the peak. July 2. July 2, 92. 91. So, Joe. Good time. um, What did you know of the artist before this? And what were your expectations? Uh, right, so what I knew, as, as I've mentioned, on, I think I've mentioned on three episodes now, 
Uh, when I was a child, I watched a lot of talking head documentaries about popular music history. Oh, is that so? I'd like to just, before I go into how Alex Cooper was, relates to that, I'd like to take this opportunity, because I'm getting paranoid here, to ask listeners whether or not it's unusual that I did that as a child, because it keeps coming up. So message us on Facebook or email us at matjomenmusicreviews at gmail.com and let me know if my childhood pastime of watching old men prattle on about the Beatles coming to America or Hendrix played at Woodstock is weird or not. Because no. my therapist would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, you didn't do it, did you? This is the thing. And I hate for you to be the weird one, so we need to get it... It's not weird at all, I think. It's not weird to not do it, is it? No, you know, good, definitely not. Good child. Good child. Good child. Good boy. Anyway, so one of these music docs on the TV as a kid, uh, Alice Cooper was saying that he threw a chicken into the crowd at one of his concerts, mm. and the audience ripped the chicken to bits and killed it. And that was a bit upsetting to me, quite frankly. I think I had a little, you know, like a mild nightmare, a bit like, whoa. Well, I mean, yeah, as well. someone who's also sometimes <laughs> a vegan, I bet that. That hits you to the car. Is it? No, you are. <laughs> you. Sometimes a vegan. Oh, no. Not Occasional that. vegan. Yeah, but I never give a shit about that. Maybe because of that. Maybe I'm just because, like, life is brutal, life is real. I've never been a vegan for the way I think killing animals is wrong. Because I have gutted a pheasant <laughs> in the past. Which, which essentially is the same as what the audience did. So what am I... What's wrong with my, you know... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot tied up in there psychologically. Again, a bit of a theme for Halloween. Uh, so, I also knew the song School's Out. It was on Top of the Pops 2 a lot, which used to fail on Sundays. Uh, and always struck me as a bit of a tame song, considering he's meant to be Mr. Crazy Shot Rock with these bird-killing fans. Like, the song just goes, School's out for the summer. It's out forever. It's not exactly... Ah, fucking horror. Uh, anyway, so I knew that. Also, I knew him because he's in one of the Wayne's World movies. Yes. Uh, in the movie. Is it the first one? Yeah. Um, the, the joke is... Mil- yeah, exactly. Mil- so the, the joke is um, is that he's intelligent. Yeah. Which at the time I thought was hilarious. Because he's a crazy shot rock guy and he's talking intellectually about something. Yeah, about um, Now I realise that's probably quite common. Because songwriters tend to not be idiots. Yeah. I mean, well, why wouldn't you the do joke that? is that he's intelligent <laughs> and Wayne and Garth are just like, does this guy know how to party? We're not worthy. Yeah, yeah be cool, you idiots. Like, stay in school, kids, or whatever, I guess. <laughs> well, he says school's out, though. Very conflicting message. Um, also, I, d- I definitely had his biography wrong in my head. I thought he was only popular in the 70s for some reason, just because I'd seen him on... 70s Top of the Pops reruns. Uh, but he's actually had, as I found out, had a lot, very long and very fruitful career. Yeah, spanning. And I also thought he was British, even though I'd seen I, him wing it. I did. Up. I thought he was yeah, British. With he an American British. accent. I think he's just on TV a lot here. I think he just does the rounds on the yeah. talk shows. I'm sure nice. he's been on like Richard and Judy and stuff. <laughs> Twitter and a chicken. So, yeah. Yeah. What a, what an interesting character, I guess. Gets fingers in every pie. So what were your expectations then? Uh, not a lot, actually. Just because school's out, I know really well. And I always thought, I thought it was disappointing. Hmm. So it's uh, not a lot, I guess. So um, <laughs> did you like the album and what did you think of it? I did like the album. So yes, ex- expectations exceeded greatly. Ooh. Um, uh, it's a lot of fun 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 what a jolly romp <laughs> uh, I thought there were a couple of songs I didn't like but um, they're very much in the minority it's a very well put together album I'm very surprised that you weren't sure if this was I'm surprised that you weren't sure that this wasn't Halloween-y enough because it's super Halloween-y it's quite like, I mean, very... yeah Frankenstein's very Halloween-y but some of the songs are just it's... quite yeah. I mean, he's, I, I pick mine thing on the basis of one song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this album made me wish I was going to a Halloween party, oh, hopefully next year. Same. I think if, yeah, I think if you took out the slower songs, this would be an amazing Halloween party playlist. Um, 
I'm not entirely sure if I formed an opinion on fun rock, for want of a better phrase. I like 70s arena rock. I like 80s metal. But non-metal 80s rock, arena rock? Um, not sure, so not an avenue I've explored much. Um, I'm reminded of the uh, the scene in the film The Wrestler, starring Mickey Rock and Marissa Tomei, yeah. directed by Darren Ofanofanofanofsky. <laughs> do you know the film? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's a very sad film. The two main characters are in a bar, and uh, some 80s rock comes on, and they start dancing, and one of them says to the other, I fucking hated the 90s, rock's wrong with just wanting to have a good time. That Cobain pussy had to come around <laughs> and ruin it all. Which I kind of think... So this album was '91, which, and I'm pretty confident this wouldn't have been anywhere near as well received if it was two years later. Mm. Coincidentally, our joint pick is like the embodiment of that yeah. <laughs> yeah. kind of rebellion against fun rock sort of thing. Um, and the more I, so this is a bit of a sidebar, but the more I've delved into thinking about 20th century popular culture, the more I'm convinced that 1992 was the biggest year of change ever for music and aesthetics. Like Motley Crue were out, Nirvana was in, Run DMC was out, Snoop Dogg was in, Pantera were in, and they probably had some sort of equivalent from the 80s that was out. Didn't Thriller come out in 82 as well? No, 92 am I? Oh, I thought you said 80, sorry. I was going to say, a lot of Snoop Dogg knocking about in 82. <laughs> what the fucking hell? I was confused by that. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, but the point I'm making is about 1992. Um, yeah. Skateboarders stopped wearing colourful elbow pads and started wearing beige T-shirts. Basically, my point is the 80s, aesthetically, didn't end until 1992, mm. I think. I thought a lot about this. Clock, alarm clock designs didn't catch up uh, until 1984. Mainstream wrestling didn't catch up to about 97. But the 80s carried on to 92 anyway just my weird obsessions that I wanted to make a point about because I think it might come up again in other album reviews point well made so um did you have a favourite song or songs uh yeah my favourite song is Little by Little Little by Little uh yeah the fucking drums on that bad boy basically it's fat with a ph um, I also like Feed My Frankenstein and Hey Stupid. They're both... You're yawning a lot. Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit tired, apparently. It's, sorry, it's not because of you. Go on. Uh, they're both very welcome earworms. So they're earworms, <laughs> but it's like, yes, I'm glad that's in there. Um, yeah, that's my answer there. Cool. And do you have a favourite lyric? Uh, yeah, my favourite lyric is from the song Might As Well Be On Mars. I tried to call you on the telephone. <laughs> I left it off the hook, just right hit, just to hear it ring. You told me you were better off alone. I never knew that tears could sting. Oh. Two reasons. Yeah. This is my favourite lyric. The first one, any time... <laughs> it happens in... I love it when a singer is able, or a rapper is able to say the line, I called you on the telephone. Like, yeah. you would just say, called you. But they always manage to... On the telephone. Yeah, not just so out loud. <laughs> yeah, like, I called you on the telephone. That's, that's like a 70s thing. There's, like, there's quite a few examples. Definitely an early rap, like, I called you on the telephone. <laughs> 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 Bone. Um, but yeah, then the actual last line, I never knew that tears could sting. <sighs> so he's, he's, yeah, on one point getting away with a quite simple kind of trope and then also making something oh, yeah. poetic so yeah it's got it all going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so finally um what do you give out of five and any closing statements uh no closing statements sorry for waffling on about the 1992 and i think it was 82 i hope that makes sense it just makes me seem like a weirdo again a lot of therapy this week um i should stop making that joke uh, I give it 3.5. <laughs> Good. Um, just because it would it'd just be higher. It's literally like some of the some of the uh, the slower songs I didn't like. And the first 
slow song that's in, I can't be two or three track number. But I thought, oh, I don't like this one. I know what's going to happen. I'm not going to like this slow song. But it's not it's not quite true. Some of the slow ones are good. But Yeah. Good stuff. 3.5 <laughs> out of 5. Yeah, I did the thing again. Sorry. Right, so why did you pick this album for me? Other than Halloween, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, what... What do you like about it? You. So I picked this purely because it is a Halloween album. I'm not going to lie. I haven't actually <laughs> heard this album or given it a proper listen for uh, about 10 years. Um, but, you know, I've I love, I've loved the song Feed My Frankenstein since I've seen Wayne's World when I was a kid. And I only listened... Oh, yeah, it's on it, isn't it? Yeah, and I only listened to this album because of that song. And I was in my early 20s when I did. Um... Other parts of the album are pretty corny by today's standards. I think maybe the slower bit. I swear I got a Bon Jovi vibe, vibe from some of the songs. Yeah. I acknowledge that Alice Cooper is an icon in the rock world and would love to see him live. Uh, do you know, actually, the bass player from this album, this was his last album he did with Alice Cooper before he went to Bon Jovi? Yes, I read that. Yeah, yeah he's in Bon Jovi, yeah. So, yeah, that's all i got to say about that. So, do you like Bon Jovi, then? No. <laughs> <laughs> so all right okay oh right i was expecting to say yes and i was like oh well after you'll have to you know yeah, we, uh... <laughs> you threw me there you know <laughs> I like John um, bon so is that what me. you didn't is that what you didn't like about this re-listen for you yeah some of the songs were a little wi-fi were a bit oh, okay. cheesy but, <laughs> Sorry, you know it was it's still fine it's still good bon jovi did that johnny used to work on the dark one I am not denying there's Living... a few songs that are probably all right, but in general, yeah. I'm not like... That's why I started. I literally know Living on a Prayer. Andy was in Ali, Ali McBeal. So I'm like, you know, he could be brilliant. He could be terrible, other than that one song, anyway. Uh, I guess someone, if anyone out there has heard a John Bon Jovi album that they like, that being the operative yeah, you don't. Have, do <laughs> good you, John Bovey album, please do say it for You me. don't have to set us a Bon Jovi album. <laughs> if it's good, they do. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, not as a joke. Yeah, don't do joke ones. Don't do shit ones to pick. I fuck with them, that's trolling, and that's not okay. Well, especially it'd be quite, if they give time. us a silly one, it'll be quite funny. We might be a bit mean on the scarring. Who knows? Oh, yeah, we did do that. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke one. That's, yeah, I just don't talk, yeah. talk to him about it. <sighs> Uh, um, okay, well, uh, oh, one pity bomb. That was review number one. Pom pom, pom pom. Okay, so this week, Matt, I had you listening to Thriller by Michael Jackson. Thriller is the sixth studio album by American singer. Michelle Jackson, released on November 30, 1982, by Epic Records. So, Matt, uh, I mean, I'm gonna maybe brief, I'm gonna sort of add a little other section to this first question. What did you do on the artist beforehand? Ha ha ha, of course, you've heard of Michael Jackson, but also maybe what you knew of the which songs you knew off this album already. Uh, I'd actually never heard of it. Yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah, it's Michael Jackson. Of course yeah. I'd heard of him. Um, we are. A memory that recently came back while I was listening to this album is I actually used to love Michael Jackson as a child. Um, and I had a tape with, with loads of his music videos on that I used to watch on repeat quite a lot. Uh, Thriller used to scare me too much to watch on my own. I used to love the song and want to watch the video, but do you know at the end where he... Where he looks at you and with the eyes and it does the laughing. It used to scare. Oh yeah, I mean, scare the shit out of me when I was a child. Graph, yeah. Um, and I remember that for a long time when I was a kid, "Beat It" was my favorite song of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to moonwalk my whole life, and now <laughs> I kind of can at thirty-three, sort of. Uh, I've heard every song in this album, although not for a very long time. And expectation-wise, I honestly wasn't sure. I thought. Maybe with how much time's passed, the songs won't hold up. Or that maybe I liked his music so much because I was a child. So I tried to go into this 
with my old adult eyes and my adult ears for a more impartial <laughs> view. Eyes. Cool, yeah. All right, yeah, very good. Well, good, good, good plan. Um, you can moonwalk a bit, yeah. I'll show you next. Are time. you gonna upload a video of you doing it to our Facebook page? Oh no, I'm Instagram too shy page? and too shit. Oh my god, come on. Right, well, I'll, go, I'll start a petition, one of those government petitions, to debate it in the House of Parliament. Um, okay, so did you like this album? Yeah, I loved it. Great. It was pretty impossible to listen to with a fresh set of ears because one listen and it brought it all back and watching the videos <laughs> continuously. Oh. Although I prefer some songs more than others, every song is pretty great and well-produced. Uh, if you put this album on at a party... People dance, no doubt. He truly was the king of pop in the 80s. Uh, no, he truly was just the king of pop, not the 80s. <laughs> uh, the 80s beats with the legendary bass lines and his truly amazing singing voice produces very iconic songs that the world knows. Uh, it states that he wanted to make an album where every song was a killer and he achieved this. Now, I just yeah. want to talk about the videos. So I watched... Uh, a few of the videos. I'll start with this, The Girl Is Mine. I'm pretty sure this video gave me a thing for women with big 80s curly hair. And the people okay. in the background, along with the Beat It video... Are... I've never seen that video. That's the one with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Uh, the people in the background, <laughs> along with <laughs> along with Beat It, uh, they all look like baddies from Streets of Rage, which made it more enjoyable. The Beat It, the beat it video is like... That's the eight, that is just the eighties in Boston. Yeah, it is. All the all the good so, stuff anyway. So, <laughs> so Billy Jean, uh, Michael Jackson is basically magic in that video. At one point, a picture of two women on a billboard changed their faces to look at him, which I thought was just hilarious and brilliant. Knowing the songs yeah. about an obsessed fan, and one claiming that he got her up the duff. The video makes a lot more sense <laughs> as watching it now, knowing that. Beat It, obviously, you've said it's the embodiment of 80s. Starts with yeah. Jacko singing in bed, then bringing knife-fighting men together through choreographed dance. And I just want to say, do you know, in that video, they handcuff them together and they've both got a knife. Seems a bit unfair because they, they do it right hand to left hand. No, they do right hand to yeah, oh, right God, hand to left I, hand. I am watched. It's not like I've watched any of these. Videos well, I'm saying it. I'm not expecting you to know. All right, okay. It. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, what I was saying is that bit they handcuff their hands together. So one person's got the knife in the right hand, and one's got the knife in the left hand. Which, unless the other guy's left-handed, that seems a bit unfair. But anyway, that's just specifics about a video from years ago. Thriller. Um, fucking hell, what an amazing amazing music video. Like I said, the ending used to scare me as a kid. Uh, he's so fucking cool in this video with his little red jacket. And that iconic moment where the camera pans back and he's a zombie and he's the coolest looking zombie you've ever seen. And then he does the best choreographed zombie dance in the world. And yeah, uh, my personal favourite bit in that video is near the end when he's clumsily burst through the door to get that woman always just even as a kid that bit made me laugh and do you know what this might be one of my favorite music videos of all time well, thr yeah thriller i mean it's, it's that's amazing. a bit of an easy it's sort of cheating isn't it because it's because <laughs> it's, it's really long uh he does a dalcium like move a as well you know from street fighter 2 he does the dalcium move that i, I saw that dalcium got it from him yeah, it's a, a true masterpiece of a music video at 13 minutes long. Yeah. It's, a, it's a basically a, an episode of a TV show, really, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? It's like there's a whole story to it as well. There is, and I, I watched it a few times, and I found that I just skipped the beginning movie part a few times because it went on a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you want to get to the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And and like, the Beastie Boys had that half an hour long one. Yeah, they did. When uh, I quite like that at first when he's singing the song to her and he's not a zombie, he's just doing it just to be a bit of a dick because she was scared. He's like, ooh, they're going to get you. 
And then he's a zombie and does just the best fucking zombie moves I've ever seen. Um, cool. Do you, so do you have a favourite, yeah, maybe favourite song that you haven't heard? Or favourite song? Did you do a favourite song that you haven't heard? No. Have you not, ha, have you heard? I've heard every heard song on songs? that album, but I do have a oh, favourite right, okay. song, but I've heard that <laughs> song before. Um, so my favourite song is Beat It. Same yeah. as when I was a child. The rock crossover works perfectly, and that's Eddie Van Halen banging out that iconic lead guitar. The whole feel of the song is 80s. It's fucking great. Uh, also, it's on in the 80s cafe in Back to the Future 2, which probably helps me enjoy that. Yeah. Obviously, Thriller is also one of my favourites. It's such an iconic song, video, blah, blah, blah. You, you, get, the, you get the vibe. Same with Billie Jean, if I'm honest, because it's just so ingrained in my yeah. memories. They are the, that is the big three. The big three, and they're, they're played in a row as well, which is crazy. Like, there's three massive yeah. hits in a row. Oh, I'll get to that. Because <laughs> I think it's if the, whatever song it is after Beat It, it's a bit like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think it dips a bit. Anyway, I'm sort of saying my bit. Well, there are s- some songs I prefer more than others, definitely, yeah, but, yeah. you know, every song's pretty good. Cool. Do you have a favourite lyric? I do. Yeah. So I've got two sets. It's from B, the first one. Matty, two sets. (laughs) You have to show them that you're really not scared. You're playing with your life, they say no truth or dare. They'll kick you when they'll beat you when they'll tell you it's fair, so beat it. I just like the the beating him and telling him it's fair. (laughs) Yeah. It cracks me up like, what? Why are you kicking me? Well, it's fair. And also, uh, uh, the next one is very Halloweeny. The foulest stenches <laughs> in the air, the folk oh, yeah, of 40,000 years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you stay fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. For no more mortal, can, no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Ah, ha, 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 ha. You get the idea. But yeah. There. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Halloween special. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, did you listen to the special deluxe 25th anniversary version with all the other shit on it? I don't, no, I listened to the original. All right. Because there's one where it's just it's just the Vincent Price bit on its own, <laughs> and I was like I was like I was listening into the car and I can't really for playing it on my phone I can't really change what I'm listening to. The guy so who was made Edward Scissorhands, the the is he? Guy, not the the he's the old man who makes Edward in the film. Oh, and he's in the Simpsons, yeah. and they got the Vincent Price egg decoration. So. Yeah, yeah. And then they have to ring the Vincent Price egg, and then he drives the bus. Yeah, basically. I don't, I know. I didn't. I never made the link that he was the thriller guy until actually maybe this week. Thinking about it, but I wasn't surprised at all. <laughs> so I think I'm like, oh right. So like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, cool. Uh, do you? Oh no, you've done favorite lyrics. What is your score out of five? And uh, anything else? <laughs> yeah. So I give this a five plus out of five. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I want to address the paedophile in the room. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and before I say that, do you know my last girlfriend, Shelley, when she was a kid, she thought Michael Jackson was the god of children and she used to pray to him. What? <laughs> okay. I know. Right? That's, wait, that, well, that's a good segue into paedophilia. So anyway, pedo Jackson... <laughs> um, so, Thriller came out in 82, 11 years before the first set of allegations came out. I think you can separate the music from the pedo and enjoy his music for what it is. Allegations aside, and well, I say allegations, but I think he did do it. Um, he was a very damaged man, and that's an argument often said by people who say he didn't sexually abuse children, and that he just had what you would call an inappropriate relationship with children in a non-sexual way. Although I acknowledge that he had a very awful childhood and a very unusual life and was deeply unhappy in a lot of his interviews, he said he just used to cry a lot. I do think he probably was a pedo. He wasn't ever convicted, but rich as fuck people, and especially in the USA at the time, rich as fuck people get away with things, you know? 
yeah, but yeah. enjoy his oh, yeah, music. Epstein, exactly. but they're not necessarily sat- in satanic blood cults. Enjoy his music, yeah. guilt-free, and play his songs. His personal life aside, you know, he truly was the king of pop. That's all yeah. i got to say. Well, yeah, like... Um, I mean, thing is, if we you can't, we can't like we we had this conversation where we did Led Zeppelin because Jimmy Page is still at large and was a paedophile that kept a, is known to be a paedophile and kept that lady trapped or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and as I said I still listen to Jerry Lee Lewis just, who married. I don't get how many how there's so many famous people that are pedos. Yeah. Like the ratio seems all wrong. <laughs> like. I don't. It seems wrong, and then also you, you're probably conf- you're probably grouping pedos together with sexual abusers, which is a different thing. No, specifically but, children man. and yeah, underage people. I don't people. know, man. No, I've not done the maths. There. Is it just power corruption? <laughs> I don't know how many people are pedos in real life. Which well, is yeah. what we don't know I guess about. There's a lot of secret pedos. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the thing about but the thing about the argument that people say about. Um, the thing, the thing about people uh, saying, "Oh, he's like a child himself, so he couldn't have been one." Uh, after having worked in sort of mental health and stuff, and people that are dangerous to the public, I know a guy that's. I knew a guy. I worked with a guy who was a child. who was basically older than me, and he was everything he likes a child, and he was a paedophile. So actually, it, it contributes it. It's not quite as simple as that because you know, psych, psychology isn't as simple as that. But that's not that's that's not a true theory that oh he's like a child therefore he can't be is definitely not true also my theory and <laughs> you know i think i feel like this is sort of in a weird way it's like a, a much more light-hearted thing to have a conspiracy theory about these days um there's a th- there's a theory that he was chemically castrated as a child um huh. and, and that makes a lot that actually makes a lot of sense because if you, you you think about it he wasn't he sort of didn't have enough meat on him for an adult man. He was incredibly thin, and his voice was so high. And it's just that's actually not a, like a natural range for an adult man. He does have a very because he was a super. I know because he was like an abused child superstar. I reckon the chemically castrate, which is there's and if you speaking of haunting music, which we talked about the last few weeks, and it's Halloween. There's these uh, I can't remember the names so, of them. So do you there's actually like these, believe these... he was castrated then chemically? Do you think that? It's I, I don't know what to believe. I'm never going to know, am I? I can't say I believe it like I believe in other things. <laughs> I can't think of a thing that I believe in. But <laughs> um, democracy or something. Like, <laughs> uh, but I, it's, it's plausible. Oh, so yeah, if you yeah, Google yeah. this, I, I need to find the name of it, but the, uh, the choir... There's like these old Italian choirs where they used to chemically castrate them, and then these men are growing yeah, to adults eunuchs. and they sing. Oh no, not eunuchs. No, it wasn't eunuchs. But they, they were the people that served the, the choir queen. boys. Also, used to get these are quite they sing. Yeah, I've heard that. So they they were sopranos. That's what the sopranos that you know. So they could like keep choir that, boys as kids. So they could keep yeah. that voice. That yeah, um, but it is slightly it? different. And if you actually listen to the that that this old Italian church music. With these singers, it's, it's if you like haunting voices. Do they all sound like Jacko? Wacko <laughs> Jacko? It's, I mean, not stylistically. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I can imagine him pulling that off. And it kind of, because oh, he's so fucked up. And that, anyway, yeah. Um, it sort of leads into, I suppose, your next question is What do you what think you... about it and all that? <laughs> yeah, so what I think, so that's a bit of what I think about that. And then um, I used to, I suppose my, my history with Michael Jackson, um, like none of my family listened to it. And I, in, all this, the thriller and all the, this album and all the, the stuff that we love, uh, the, the good stuff, I, it just never came across uh, when I was a kid. I never saw it on telly. I, what I'd see on telly was like the new stuff. So that was some real shit. Like, um, what's the There are people dying. Yeah. Da, da, you and I Stuff like he that. He looked mental his... by the time it was the Yeah, 90s. and then I was also like, then I found out that he was a pit, there's this, you know, this was him as a child, and now he looks like this. And yeah, I, was I, was like, like... I literally remember saying to my dad, like, it was confusing. Has no one it? noticed how weird this is. Like, <laughs> no, I was always like, like that. Like, like, are we just not saying it? <laughs> we just like, insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's happened yeah, to yeah. him? 
<laughs> but I don't <laughs> think during like what the fuck during Thriller that was for me that's like peak Jackson. That's peak Michael Jackson when he looked the oh, coolest yeah, yeah. and he I've was the cool. He yeah, was a yeah. cool oh, dude. Oh, he was all downhill from He was a cool dude like, bad, during Thriller. Slightly, slightly less cool as time went on. Well, he started just looking insane. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I was... It's not like I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Uh, I definitely sort of decided I preferred him as a child. I definitely... Pref- I, well, I made the decision before he died that uh, I, I liked him when he was black, basically. <laughs> Like all these good music was when he was black, which isn't strictly true, but um, it's kind of more or less true. Um, definitely love the Jackson Five more. Uh, just as I've listened to more of them albums, this album. So basically, I think I'm messed up here because um, I thought I didn't realize before picking this album that they're all they're all single. Apart from there's like one song that wasn't released as a single. I thought it'd be more of a kind of like, ha, because this is how I listen to it. Like, um, ah, Michael Jackson, the biggest selling album of all time, Thriller by Michael Jackson. Have you actually heard the other songs that aren't Thriller? No, they're all on there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I listened to it, so I went up for a spate of, there was, um, because that's always the thing. There's always like DJ sets or just radio DJs. You could like play like a, rare Michael Jackson song like from an album and it's like whoa that's really good maybe he's got loads of good songs um, and it was it was off Dangerous and it's Why You Want to Trip on Me and it's probably still one of my favourite Michael Jackson songs but then I thought well maybe I should listen to this album maybe this is all really good and it's not it's terrible <laughs> it's some of the worst Michael Jackson but it's got the fucking people dying song on that's a, um, that's a shit song that's a terrible song and he's got um, weird like woman's yeah, hair. so so I kind of went on a sort of semi mission to kind of listen to them all, but I actually only listened to that and two others. So I listened to Thriller, and to me, I'd never heard this Paul McCartney one. I never. <laughs> so to me, that was the album track that was terrible, and it was like he's talking to Paul McCartney and going, "Hey, Michael, oh, what's that, Paul?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, this secret the world needs to know that Thriller." Has got some amazing hit songs, but the rest aren't that good. Um, there's only like what? So that's just me not knowing the other songs, actually. So that's, that's what's happened here. I thought I'd be going to you, like, ah, Matty, have you heard the album tracks? But and then after setting, I was like, oh, no, he probably has. I yeah. <laughs> and you have, um, yeah. I tell you what, though, in my opinion, of the three Apple J- Michael Jackson's albums that I've listened to. Invincible is really good, which is the last one, last proper album he did. And I remember Damon Albarn at the time, because, you know, he didn't do well. No one gives a shit in, what, 2001. Um, and he was there going, actually, you know, because he was, that's when the gorillas were getting big. It's like, why aren't people listening to Michael Jackson's new album? It's really good. Um, and it is really yeah. good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the, that's the secret good Michael Jackson album. It's the non um, the one we didn't, I didn't yeah. review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you like this more than I thought you would. Yeah, I, mate, I loved it. I wasn't as big a fan as you. I, se- I, I se- separated the the music from the pedo, though. Oh, it's not that, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, it could have been even bigger. But also, pedo. I was, I was a really pedo, big no. fan. I was a big Jacko fan when I was a child. I didn't think he was right, gone yeah. or anything, but I was a big fan. No, so that's too, that's, that's, that's flipped it, reversed it, hasn't it? Okay, Siamese Dream by The Smashing Pumpkins. Siamese Dream is the second studio album by American alternative rock band The Smashing Pumpkins, released on July 27, 1993, on Virgin Records. So, Joe, what did you know about the artist and your expectations? Uh, I knew them from The Simpsons, um, the episode where Homer is getting hit by a cannon. Oh, no, is that one of the two ones? He goes, he goes to Lollapalooza Festival, doesn't he? And tours with the Smashing Pumpkins in Cypress Hill and some other guy. He gets cannonball in the belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, yeah, they're not very funny, though, in that episode. Because I've I'm I've, doing a big Simpsons rewatch now, and I watch that. Episode. Cypress Hill are funny. Because it's like, ha, 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 they're stone. 
It's, it's one of those Simpsons coming up years where they just stand there going, hello. Hi, I'm Billy Corgan. I'm smashing pumpkins. Uh, yeah, so, segue. I also need them from wrestling, and that's the, literally the only reason I know Billy Corgan's name. Uh, because he ran TNA Wrestling and Impact Wrestling, now apparently the NWA. Um, yeah, it was a bit shit as a person that runs a wrestling company. When he's in TNA, I don't watch NWA now. Heard it's good. So was so. he? Did, did he appear on screen much for TNA? No, never. Was he no, just no. behind the scenes, man? Unless he did. Unless he did, I didn't know. Yeah, he just was the owner. He just owned it and had the writers. Or did he write himself as well? In fact, I read he wasn't that an he, hit, character. he hit someone with a chair, and that's the only thing he did. He hit someone with a chair once. Was it right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like a note. Yeah, I don't know every episode of TNA. No. Yeah, also, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins, my fr- like one of my go-to phrases was like freestyle rapping. If I say something, jumping pumpkin, I'll smash you like a pumpkin, <laughs> was always the thing. Uh, the more common line for rappers is carve you up like a pumpkin, but I go for smash you like a pumpkin, like the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. Um, so, I, in fact, I probably said that when I first met you. Yeah. Because I was freestyle, I'd be surprised if that did that rap, that freestyle rap did include a smash you like a pumpkin. And everyone's going, whoa, that's a band. <laughs> um, he just made it up on the spot. He actually just repeats little bits over and over. Little rap tips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, also, yeah, I suppose this is the main thing. I like them <laughs> um, as a band. <laughs> Uh, but I, I couldn't really name a song, couldn't sing a song, uh, and yeah. But I, I just knew that I'd listen and go, yes, this is good. Um, so, what did you know of the artist beforehand? Well, I've heard of them, obviously, the Smashing Pumpkins through the years. <laughs> and although I'm familiar with them, our popular songs, I wasn't overly keen on them. I didn't like the song yeah. 1979, but as I've aged, I quite like it now. Um, and I quite liked Today as well as a song, uh, which I'll get into in a bit. And I expected I'd probably enjoy them. I was pretty unsure. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was pretty sure I'd enjoy them. Also. Um, uh, uh, so, <laughs> uh, did you like the album? Yes, I did like the album. As fun as fun rock is, I think I prefer my rock serious. <laughs> seriously good. <laughs> that is. Seriously thoughtful. I wouldn't put this on at a Halloween party, though. No. Uh, no <laughs> wrong sort of... Ha- uh, it's just the name. They missed the trick, it's really, fact- not making a Halloween song. Yeah. Uh, it's, the food is in the name. Um, also, it, it flows really well as an album. Yeah. Um, did you like it? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty enjoyable album. I certainly enjoyed the heavier than expected guitar sounds. I'm a little torn about Billy's vocals. I think they fit the sound for the band and they're certainly unique, but they grated on me at times. Um, oh, yeah. Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, <laughs> worked very hard on this album and he greatly cared about the overall output, uh, which is an attitude that I greatly respect when creating music. This album contains a grungy sound, typical of the time period, which I also enjoyed. So yeah. I don't know, he was well depressed while he was doing this whole album, which is insane. Why? What? So I just was. Well, yeah, and another guy, the drummer was addicted to heroin, and like, it was all tits up, but he still did it. So do you have a favourite song songs? Um, and why? I was just going to say it's weird. Yeah. Sorry. No, go on. I was just going to say it's weird about that you the voice grated on you, but not me. Yeah. Like, because um, I usually yeah, that's the ones you pick for me. The windy, you the windy. I mean, it's a bloody windy voice. He's got a really windy voice, but I, I didn't even think of that until you said it. Oh yeah, you don't like the um, so, uh, wetness. Interesting. Like it's flat. almost like there's absolutely no formula to what we like at all, and this whole <laughs> Just fucking podcast is pointless. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Whose question is it now? Oh, uh, oh, it's you. So, do you have a favourite song, songs, and why not? <laughs> favourite song, my favourite song name is Silverfuck. <laughs> my favourite song is also Silverfuck. <laughs> um, um, yeah, nothing. There isn't really. 
it doesn't it's not i think this album is so good like as an album from start to finish kind of thing none of the songs really stood out to me uh, this one sort of just pips it yeah um for base mainly for the drums uh again again that's that's drums favorite songs because of drums twice in one week uh yeah and drums and the general energy yowza yowza um do you have a favorite song yeah it's today just because i like the song for nostalgic reasons i've always enjoyed the really simplistic drums and the straightforward sound of the whole thing and specifically this song it hits harder knowing it's about billy's depression that sounds specifically because uh, he was thinking of killing himself while he was writing this album, oh, but he didn't obviously go. It was good. pretty in pretty popular pastime at the time. It was, wasn't it? But <laughs> it's like, no, don't do it. You will own a wrestling company. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet if he knew that, he would have. Well, he's yeah, I would just be like, put the gun down. <laughs> uh, I also oh, liked is... Cherub Rock no, okay. and Geek Maybe USA no. for their heavier sound and faster tempo. Some of it. Have. <laughs> A fucking lyric. So yeah. Do you have a favourite lyric? Well, the thing about them is you can't overly hear what he's singing about too well, specifically, which I don't think is overly important. But I do have a favourite lyric, and it's for quite silly reasons. Um, so the the it's from Disarm, and it's <laughs> how he sings it is funny. He sings it like I used to be a little boy. And for some reason, you know, Max. Oh yeah, you, you know, Max yeah, yeah. set this album. Yeah. So maybe I'm a bit immature, but <laughs> I think of Max singing that lyric. So I think there's a song called um, "Them Bones" by Alice in Chains, and if I imagine yeah. Max singing it, it cracks me up. All and right. so if I imagine Max singing the I used to be a little boy. Yeah, no, I can see that. Do you see it? Funny. So, so mm. I, I'm not laughing, I think but it of, is funny. I think of Max singing that line and it cracks me up. So that's why yeah, I've well, got a favourite lyric. That's an excellent reason to have a favourite lyric. It's um, certainly a weird one. Um, so do you have anything you'd like to add and what do you give it out of five? Uh, just, um, again... There's some albums that we listen to, and, I might, and I've listened to, well, only twice to be fair, but and um, sort of one skin listen. Did you listen to it while like, you were This is one of them where like, I feel I'm not doing it justice in a review. There's some, and it's not because it's necessarily like better or worse. It's just some, some. There's just more depth to some some music, isn't there? That's true. And this is one of them. Um, there's a lot of depth to it, and that's kind of why I like it. And every re-listen, I'm noticing different bits and. Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> but then I also forgot to do the lyric as well. Do you <laughs> so wish I'm you could have... Defi- I've definitely not done this justice. Again... Do you wish you could have listened with, to um... it a few more times then? Yeah, but we've got the Halloween deadline. <laughs> yeah, we do, fair enough, we don't have to do it. And I've got a busy life trying to back dogs and things. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is this is, this is is in the... Uh, Joe needs to go and back and listen more. Same as, as I did with Mars Volta, same with the second Metallica album that I'll review. So yeah, uh, but regardless of that, I give it four point five out of five. That's a high score because of all that missed that all that, what I think is yet to be explored. I suppose that's why <laughs> what why um why it gets that. What did did you have anything else to add? And do you, what do you give it out of five? Uh, nothing else to really add other than Smashing Pumpkins is one of those bands that has grown on me as I've got older. Uh, and I give it a three out of five. Cool. Um, three out of five. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, not not more. But uh, <laughs> although I enjoy them more, I don't enjoy them that much more. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you go. That is that is review number three, Diddly D, and that was science in effect. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Matt, have you heard Trip Hazard Advisor by Jack All Trades? Jack All Trades. <laughs> uh, no. What was okay? Well, that what was the band Jack All Trades? 
jackal, like a jackal. Oh, jackal tree. It's like they play on the words jack of all trades, but it's jackal. Ah, like that's clever. Trades. Jackal trades. I like that. Uh, the album is Trip Hazard Advisor. Again, a bit of a pun. So. Oh, what do you want me? So, what Joe, have you heard me? The Doors by The Doors? No. Oh. Aren't you lovely? Picking the doors. Picking the <laughs> eponymous albums all the oh, so... time. Oh, yeah. Oh, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Why? Oh, well, my life's been wasted. Okay, and our joint pick uh, come this week comes from Tom Ill- Illingworth, a.k.a. Chills Myth. And he's picked Enter the Session by Dirty Dockers with a Z. <laughs> so if you, and I'm talking to you, listener... If you have got any albums that you want us to review, then just email them at the request over at Matt Joe Men Music Reviews Podcast. That's Matt Joe Men Reviews. No, I didn't say it right. What is it? So that email is <laughs> Matt Joe Men Music Reviews at gmail.com. That email again is Matt Joe Men Music Reviews at gmail.com. Over to Joe. Yes. Also, if you've got any just questions, you know, yeah. maybe one of you can fill me in about whether it's weird that I want music documentaries as a child um also we've got a patreon so head on over to their patreon.com slash macho men music reviews and i've been smoke no he's been <laughs> wait hang on what was the thing he's been the matt he's been the joe <laughs> goodbye from us <laughs> i don't know goodbye from us yo 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 boom we need to three two one no one listens to the end Where's the fucking... Oh, I've lost it.